0: Cost of living is increasing. Inflation is sky high. Doctors are talking about striking again and we are headed for a recession. With all of this going on, you desperately want to move from your job. But you can't. You've got to hold on to it. It's just way too risky if you did otherwise, right? But the reality is the risk of staying in your job is the risk to yourself, your well being, your patience, and the people around you that love you. So, in this episode, I cover why situations like these, particularly a recession, is actually a really great opportunity to consider and rethink your strategy in career change, but also. I discuss ways to mitigate that move and outline why learning these skills now is essential to your survival in any career path you choose moving forward. Medicine, non-medicine. So let's go. Let's face it, burnout amongst doctors is sky high and we're actively seeking other ways to make the most of our transferable skills beyond the usual career pathways. Welcome to Disrupting Doctors' Careers. I'm your host, Dr. Abena bubbs jones and I'm on a mission to connect one million doctors across the world with the best in diverse career opportunities. Okay, before we get started, I really want to highlight One of the main reasons I keep doing what I'm doing is because I get feedback from doctors across the world about how Medic Footprints has helped transform their life whether it helped them to make some crucial decisions, whether events they've attended have then led to really amazing opportunities that led to leadership positions or them starting their own companies or just simply not feeling lost and feeling as part of a tribe. It's those stories that really motivate me to keep going with this. Because as you can imagine, running an organisation, starting a business, it is a huge, huge marathon uphill challenge and in order to succeed and keep doing it you really really need to be passionate about the why and the vision and the mission and that is definitely something that I have and it's certainly bolstered and I'm reminded by its impact especially when we get testimonials like this. Abena and the Medic Footprints team have an intuitive Understanding of the many challenges we face in creating a satisfying, sustainable, and rewarding career. I highly recommend their expertise, and this is from Nushin, who is a respiratory physician, health tech, and clinical strategy consultant. Uh, I really want to thank you for sending in that testimonial, um, because it means a lot to me and our team, and it keeps us going. And if you are someone who have engaged with our services in some ways, as many ways that you may have done this, whether it's you, you've read something on our website, you've been to one of our events, you've been in our membership, and it's led to something really meaningful for you. Some people have actually met, (laughs) met each other at an event and gotten married through Medic Footprints. Uh, So any of these stories, please, please, please do share them with us at team at medicfootprints.com. It keeps us going and it also helps us demonstrate to other doctors on what could be achieved for themselves. Anyway, on to the main episode. I reflect back as to when I first started on this journey of changing careers and supporting other doctors. One of the really unhelpful comments myth and folklore that was going around was that if you left the public sector if you left the NHS that you would end up destitute and unemployed or you are unemployable and financially you would be in ruins. So I have to say having worked myself in the private sector and having connected with thousands of doctors who have moved into industry That is totally, totally not the case, including those who have become self-employed and set up their own businesses. And why is that? The reality is most doctors, when they move careers, obviously, you know, it's a huge risk and it's a leap into the unknown. So as we know, in order to manage those risks, we need to put certain things in place because whatever we choose to focus on for our livelihood, we have to make sure that it weathers the storm, right? We have to make sure that the time that we're spending, the money we're getting for it, will help us to continue living the life that we're living. So kind of supporting our lifestyle. Many of you may be understandably worried, particularly now in the midst of a recession, whereby changing careers just seems very, very risky, especially if you feel like it's going to take time, it's going to take a lot of work and you have financial commitments. So what most of you probably will do, and you know, I've done it, is you will just stay in the situation you're in right now, which could be a job that you are not enjoying, that you dislike, it's easy to do, but you know that it's not for you in the longer term. So the question is, how can we help you move forward at a time which seems very, very, very risky? So what do we usually associate with a recession? We associate job loss. We associate people or companies holding on to their money and general doom and gloom. But how does this affect doctors? So as a doctor you are already in a relatively recession-proof industry of healthcare. Everyone's always going to need healthcare. Um, And this could be a good reason for you to stay in your current job. However, the opportunities are broader and more rewarding when we look at health tech as a whole. So healthcare, health tech, I see it pretty much the same thing. But when we look at that industry in particular, it is still continuing to grow. So we're looking at that sector as valuing at least 250 billion and counting, and investors are still investing in health tech. Uh, Companies are still raising money. That opportunity is still there. So if you are still looking to stay in health to some capacity, moving now is really not a bad idea. And you also have to re- remember, recessions don't last forever. And usually what tends to follow a recession are companies hiring again. So again, like this is a really good time for you to start reflecting on what you need to invest in and how to position yourself during and after a recession so that you are in the best place to really nab the jobs that you want. So I'm going to list three things that you, you could consider to help mitigate your move in the midst of today's crazy, crazy world. Number one, know your numbers. So as doctors, we aren't the best when it comes to finances, economics, you name it, you know, and this and this is interesting in itself because in consulting, for example, we see a lot of doctors going into consulting. One of the things they really fall on is the math. So you really need to look at your numbers and your math to Understand how much money you have in the bank, how much runway you have when it comes to your expenses and your lifestyle and your mortgage, and what you can afford in looking at salaries, income, etc. And the best way to do that, especially if you're not so great at the math, is to find a financial advisor that you trust. And I strongly recommend getting an accountant, particularly if you're someone that is setting up your own company. um, Always, always plan ahead and know your numbers. Some doctors will find that they can live on a lot less than they realised and that will help them get some space when it comes to moving from one job to the other. And also helps you be strategic in negotiating your salary, especially when it comes to knowing where the tax bands are and deciding whether it's better for you to set up a limited company or continue as a sole trader or be employed so as we are not financial advisors at medic footprints we are not the best people to speak to but would strongly recommend that you do look into this for yourself so my next point is to make sure you identify develop and leverage your transferable skills so Transferable skills is one of those terms that gets banded around quite a lot when we talk about uh, moving from medicine or a clinical role to usually non-clinical or to basically any other job. And the transferable skills are usually what we call the soft skills. So in medicine, a lot of what we know is kind of very specific technical knowledge and practice whereas a lot of that is hugely, hugely valuable in pretty much any career. What we probably unconsciously learn whilst we're practicing that are many of the soft skills that is actually most of our day-to-day job. So that includes interpersonal skills, communication skills, uh, social skills, leadership, uh, negotiation, um, you know, time management, you name it. All of those things are things that we do as doctors on a day-to-day basis. We may not necessarily be thinking actively about us doing it, but it is a core part of our job. So my question to you is, how can you use those skills that you have developed, maybe improve them even more? So particularly when it comes to things like leadership, communication, speaking, and the networking element. So networking in the sense that developing relationships with other people um, that may be of mutual benefit in your career planning. The reality is in most cases, when you're applying for a job or uncovering an opportunity, people are more likely to offer you an opportunity if they like you, if they think that you can get on with the team and that you have shared values rather than focusing on your technical skills. Not saying that those aren't important, but the balance will swing more towards the soft skills. It's also been quoted in surveys that up to 85% of people actually manage to uncover new jobs simply through who they know and networking. So a little exercise for you to do is take some time, sit down, list all of the soft skills that you have developed as a doctor and then consider some projects or circumstances where you've really leveraged those soft skills Uh, this could be in an event that you ran or a presentation or a qi project or even day-to-day running of a team or working as part of a team and this also can be really highly valuable when you're trying to uh, get your cv together your linkedin profile together and use examples for interviews if there are any gaps in your soft skills, then why not consider doing a course? It's one of those things that I'm like, just be careful with courses, guys, because as you know, as doctors, we're qualification junkies. But is but at the same time, there's no harm in investing in an online or day course or something relatively short um, where you can look to upskill yourself in these really important areas and also part of that which gets forgotten about um is the tech element so as a doctor you have probably had more exposure to bad tech than good tech but looking outside of work i'm sure there are a lot of products that you use like your phone for example um, where you are proficient at doing various things or a laptop so looking at the software that you use day to day at work and outside of work, um, is there anything else that you could spend more time learning how to use efficiently? I have to say one of the things I literally had no clue about when I, when I was uh, working day to day as a clinical doctor, as a surgeon and as a occupational medicine doctor, um, that changed when I started running my business and one of the things I had literally had no clue about and actually got to learn quite quickly is excel or if you're on google google sheets um you know it's one of those things where it's this big chasm of ah unless you're someone that uses it day to day but um excel google sheets especially if you're someone that's going into any actually any company uh, consulting anything that requires numbers please, please, please spend some time just getting to know it. You don't necessarily need to actually go on a course for it and there's loads of like free resources online, YouTube, you name it, that can help you really get um, familiar with um, programs like that. Um, Other things that say our team uses day to day, which again could benefit you getting to know, but a lot of these software are user intuitive. Things like Slack, any customer relationship management tools as well, at the moment, we're using Monday, but you may have come across things like HubSpot or Active Campaign. And if you are a creative or you've got an eye for detail or even design websites, you may have come across Canva, which is the best uh, cloud based software for designing anything. I mean, I used Canva to design my wedding booklet and it was a pretty awesome wedding booklet and we use it for presentations we don't even look at powerpoint anymore so you know these are things that you may already know how to do or you may want to look at doing but don't forget to then use them as examples of how you can use a broad range of software because this is valuable this is a hugely valuable skill set to have And this is one way that you can definitely look at recession proofing your career move because companies want evidence that you are tech savvy and you can pick up and learn new softwares very, very, very quickly. And my third and final point on how to really recession proof your career is to stay top of mind for the right people. So I think one of the biggest concerns that doctors have when they leave medicine or move on for clinical work is that if it all goes tits up, so to speak, you really want to have that door open in the event that you need to come back for whatever reason, right? So, you know, it's totally, totally doable. And the best way to do that is just continue touching base with um, your team or a specific decision maker at your hospital um, and just, yeah, Just keep in touch, let them know how you're getting on and just really continue nurturing that relationship. That's the best way of being able to get back into a role just in case things don't go so well. But the most important thing to do really is to look forward, look at other opportunities that you may want to get into. Even if you are, you have managed to get a job. So there are several ways of doing that. The easiest way to do that is to stay current on a social media platform of your choice. It doesn't have to be all of you, them. It doesn't have to be just one, uh, but choose one that you think is most appropriate to you. Most people will naturally go for LinkedIn because it is a professional uh, networking site. But if you are more of an Instagrammer and that's where your interests lie, or even YouTube or Facebook or TikTok, or you know, enter social media platform here, forums then go do it but just make sure you continue to engage in conversations and that again that you stay top of mind another way of doing this is to attend relevant events in person or online the most important thing is just to make sure that you show your face or show your voice and you're present and people know that you are very much active in your space so just to summarize the three points I've recommended to help yourself stay recession-proof in your career moving forward is number one, know your numbers financially, personally. Number two, identify and invest in your transferable skills. And number three, stay top of mind to the people that matter. Uh, The easiest way to do this is online using social media platforms, but you don't have to do this online. It can be done in person by attending events, or you can just make sure that your network, family and friends know what you're doing on a regular basis and nurture those relationships within that. So I hope you found that helpful and perhaps gave you a little bit more confidence in changing careers, especially during difficult times. Like This advice is relevant and evergreen for any career move that you decide to make whether it's difficult times or not so difficult times and um, if you need any further support or advice on your personal circumstances then please don't hesitate to join our membership where you will get a one-to-one direct call with me or one of my team doctors if you go to medifitprints.org forward slash go premium see you in the next episode